Nobody just wears a jacket. You know, you don't just, I don't, you don't get up in the morning. You're like, I'm just going to wear a jacket today. But I mean, lately it's been, it's LA cold. But that's what I'm saying. The weather determines the outfit. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I would never just get up and be like, yeah, let's do a coat. <laughs> I wear jackets because it's actually essential because it's, it's could be a high of 75 today, but you're not going to feel 75. No. You've, no. Your your body temp is staying pretty close to the morning temp for the rest of the day. Yes. And so I put this jacket on this morning and I was like, I just want to make sure. I, I just want to avoid at all costs any opportunity I could have Here. to be cold. Sorry, Pastor Julia. Oh, gosh. What did she say? She was trying to give us hand signs and stuff. So I just want to make sure. She, she 345 should be fine. Okay. Can you do that? Yes. 25 minutes. Yes, I can, Julia. Stop messing around when I'm playing with my friends. <laughs> I'm trying to record a pod. Classic Julia Keep it behavior. In. Keep it in there. Um, we're trying to... Re I never know what she's doing up there. Mom, more meatloaf. I don't know which one to choose for that one. Slow down. No, I wanted you to hit the one that we're going into leadership lean in. Oh, oh you mean... Okay, welcome back everybody to another episode of Leadership Lean In where we are making merch. Whoa. Just saw a couple of the previews. Hey We're making merch and making mugs, which is a, a part of merch. Uh, I'm very excited to be releasing very quickly some merch. Excited about 2023. By the way, also, let's ask the leaners. Mm-hmm. What should we do for our 100th episode? It's coming up here. We're, we're, this is 94, is that correct? Episode 94, we're six pods away. Wow. Oh, sorry, now five. Yeah. Five pods away from episode 100. Now, we've thrown out ideas here, the team and I, uh, April and uh, Nate the Great. We're thinking, do, do we take this on the road? Do we do an event? Should we do a pop-up? I think we mm. released the merch on episode 100, by the way. To. We can't we yep. can't, we can't, can't do yes. that before. It's This is going to happen in the month of January to February-ish. Yep. And we're going episode 100. I'm thinking something epic. Like, maybe we'll do episode 100 in the Bahamas. Maybe we'll do Ooh, episode 100. I'm in. What about Jackson Hole, Wyoming? And does any of the leaners want to meet me in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? That is an option. I was, I, the, the world is our oyster. <laughs> The world is our we throw playground. Jackson Hole, the whole world. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, you we could go anywhere. We could do anything. Yes. I want to hear from the leaners. Put in the comments. Uh, we'll also post about this on the socials. Yeah. We want to hear what is what is a good idea, uh, and also I kind of want to know target range of audience. Are we going 50 people? Do you want like 100 people, 300 people, 500 people? 75 to 80? What's our is, goal uh, here? Do we, are we, how big of a party are we throwing? This is always the question Julia's asking me. It, you know, these YouTubers these days, they're, going, they're breaking Guinness World Records, okay? Wait, for, for, for parties? For parties. Who's Mi doing this, Mr. Mr. Beast? Oh, Mr. Of Beast course. does it all, of course. Another guy just got 10 million subs. Subs. Bro broke the world record for biggest pizza party. I'm what if saying. we did the biggest um, gathering of lean, where we all lean in and do the rock away? Chad, that's very <laughs> <Lean> cheesy. <back. laughs> very cheesy. 
Uh, we're leaning in. Thank you to everybody that likes, subscribes, comments. Hey, it's pretty awesome. These wrap-ups from Spotify. Yes. Man, that meant so much to me. Just seeing so many people uh, post about leadership leaning. I wanted to just, I really wanted to repost everybody, but so many people saying that it's in their top five. Some people it's in their top one. Some of these people showed hours listened to. It's just for our team here means the world to be on the journey with you. I was in Jakarta, Indonesia, just got back yesterday. And there was leaners all the way in Indonesia. Crazy, 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 crazy. Had the best time, by the way. I don't think there are nicer people in the whole world than people from Indonesia. They are just unbelievable. Also got to stop by Japan for a moment and just, it's just, I love Asia. I forgot to ask, where did you stop in Japan? We were in Tokyo. Okay. We spent a few hours, you know, we had like a seven hour layover. You yeah. know, you just get out the airport, go get some good ramen, go sightsee a little bit. We had a great time. I love Asia. I just had such a good time. It was probably the people we were with that uh, obviously skewed it in such a positive, amazing way. We were just the best people in the whole world. Right. And, um, but we're back and it was very encouraging to hear that people are leaning in all the way over in Indonesia. Okay. Today. I like that sound. That was good. Today. We are talking about five problems you have to fix right now. Mm. And we're recording this in the month of December, right as we're getting ready uh, to celebrate Christmas. We are right now 19 days away. 19 days away from Christmas, and so there's some problems we got fixed right now because we want to have a great new year. This is good. We want to launch 2023 with momentum and strength, and I like the end of a year because you start getting ready for the next year. You're like, okay, what what are we going to do? What are we going to focus on? What's, what's it going to be about? And um, so I think here are some problems that you need to fix. Here's the first one is you need to fix anything that has to do with your re- leadership, relationship, and stewardship. Mm. Any leadership problem you have right now, fix it now so you can get going and get jumping in the new year. It it was hard for me this last year. We were in the middle of January, February, having to clean up and fix some things that I wish we wouldn't have had to deal with in January last year. Right, right. And if I would have had the insight, I I could have fixed that stuff in November and December. Mm to really give us that momentum to start the year. And so I think you got to lean into your leadership and lean into your relationships, which a lot of times is one and the same. Right. All of your business, all of your leadership flows out of relationship. Yep. And so you got to get your relationships right and tight. And I think being good relationally has to do with a commitment to resolution. It doesn't mean that I'm saying if there's conflict, right, right. You got to move on. Yeah. I think sometimes the conflict is inevitable. Of course. Sometimes conflict is not. It's. It, I think we make too much of disagreements. Too much of, you know, I think the whole thing about relationships is trying not to turn uh, mountains out of molehills. Right. And calling things what they are. Mm. If it's a mountain, let's treat it like a mountain. But if it's not, let's not. Right. Let, let's let's just go like you know it's a little bump in the road, little disagreement, little comment, little just deal with it appropriately. But what I'm committed to more is the relationship over being right. That's really good. A lot of people sabotage relationships because they they are so focused on winning, and you could win and lose at the same time. Right. 
I'm gonna, I'd rather just, ha- I'd rather at the end of the day have the relationship. Yeah. We choose the relationship over everything. We choose the relationship over anything. So focus on your leadership, focus on relationship and your stewardship. You just preached this last Sunday on stewardship. Yeah. Did you love it? I think I thought it was a great time. Yeah. Our church is just the easiest place to preach at. But do you, how much do you love the subject of stewardship? Stewardship, it just, you know, um, we'll, we'll go to Washington uh, for December and last year we did this, but we left the house kind of messy Ooh. and we came home and it just, I felt right away I wasn't settled. Yeah. You know, I had to like start from behind like stewardship. It feels so good when everything's in place. Yeah. When you know, you've been responsible, when you know, you've, you've thought about it. It just That's sets right. the world in motion and you can go at whatever pace if you just stewarded your life. And I, I think, you know, you got to think about the areas that you are stewarding. You got to steward your influence. You, of course, mm. have to steward your, your resources. Yeah. You have to steward your mind and your body. You have to steward your words. Mm-hmm. You, there's a lot. If you think about it, you start going through the categories of your life. You have to steward a lot to be successful. It boils down to being responsible and taking care of what you can't control. Yeah. I always think nobody else can control my attitude and no one else can control my input. Right. Like I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do everything. Mm. It's the whole saying we've been talking about work until you're proud. Yep. That's that, really good. That to me is stewardship. That's really good. Stewardship is going like, I, I, I have a phrase I keep using with our team is I think we can beat it. Yeah. And I think I've gotten can, this text from you. I don't know how many times lately. Yeah. And I, and I just love this phrase. This thought is going like, I'm going to push for the best. Yep. Why? Because that to me, that's a form of stewardship. Right. Of going like, I think we've got more gold. I think we got more potential. I think we have more in, in what you're talking about. This instance is, 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 is creativity. Yep. But I always think, you know, when you're a good steward, you sleep a little bit better. That's it. You just kind of go like, man, and, 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 and where does that confidence come from that you need as a leader? You, when you came back to a, to, in your case, a dirty house, yeah, it kind of chips away at your confidence. Right. Whether you can acknowledge it at the time or not. You kind of go, dang. And that's what I think relationships, if they're not handled correctly, they chip away at your confidence. Because mm. you kind of go like, man, what did, I, what did I do there? Yep. What what, what could I have done better? Right. Where am I missing it? Stop trusting yourself. Yeah, yeah. you start second guessing. Am I doing something wrong here? Am I? You, mm. know, you know, you're in your head a bit. Yep. So I think you got to fix these coming this new new year. What's wrong with your leadership? I mean, are you, are you too controlling? I was in a meeting earlier today and I just said, hey, I, I recognize if you ask me for my opinion, I always have one, <laughs> but I don't need to always give my opinion. So you move. So um, a decision I've made in my new year is I'm relinquishing control over areas that they don't move the needle. Right. My input does not help us that greatly. Yeah. They, if they, they probably hurt us. Mm. And so I got to make re- leadership changes. I got to make relationship changes. What is the changes I'm making? I always think like you should be increasing your commitment to people rather than moving away from your commitment. Really good. It's a, it's a, it's a doubling down on commitment. No matter where people are at, you kind of always want to be known for like, dude, they stay with me. They were committed to me. Yep. We were talking about an example of someone yesterday on the phone going like, yeah, whatever they do, that's their business. But I know in my heart, yeah, I stayed committed and faithful That's right. to the relationship. So I think you got to make relationship improvements and you got to make stewardship improvements. I think when you get here, the, the healthy competition, there's competition in relationships. The healthy competition to me, I think that you should be playing as a leader is who is more responsible. Mm. 
I like this. This is good. Or or or, or who is more disciplined? Yep. I'm going to use this with my kids. This be, is good. Be, be, because think about this. This is to me, this is what got Tom Brady frustrated with Bill Belichick. It's two disciplined people. Who's more disciplined mm. in the relationship? Now he's in Tampa Bay. He's the only disciplined person. <laughs> right. He's the only guy that cares like this. Yeah. And that can do something about it. Yep. But but I think if you're going to breed competition, which I think is a good thing. Competition breeds excellence. Yes. So we're not afraid yes. of competition. Competition breeds excellence. Yep. And so I want excellent people around me. So we got to have competition. I think you should have a competition. Who's stewarding the best? Yep. Who's the best with what, the, what I've given them? If you prove to me you can do something with what I give you, I'm going to give you more. Here we go. And, and if you prove to me that what I – it's like I, I, I think that we've got to get away as leaders from micromanaging week to week and mm. got, get more into a performance review. Yeah. Because week to week is like paycheck to paycheck. But if I look at you over a, a six-month period, a year-long period, the performance review tells me how good of a steward you are. Right. Uh, the numbers do not lie. That's why we look at them. I mean, there's there's research that says, you know, if if there's managers and they're micromanaging, then the employees, they actually try to please the manager instead of doing the best job they can. There you go. Because the, they're... They're the ones that are giving the punishment, whether that's social punishment, whatever it is. Yeah. So you remove that, you just step back a little bit and let them do the best they can. You're gonna get the best results. And and, and I think I think if you if you want best results, you again we're talking about things you gotta change. Mm. You gotta make a a, a a decision of of discipline and action of going, what do I need to change about how I'm stewarding what I oversee? I wanna oversee more. Yeah, I heard years ago, uh, you know, Pastor Judah Smith, who is to me one of the, the all-time great communicators, uh, a line he said years ago, I heard him say, he's like, I think you should go in your life from overseeing thousands of dollars to tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands to millions to like you just steward more and you're trusted with more. And I think you, you got to watch and go, is, is it going up and to the right? Yep. Am I allowed to steward more? Because if not, I'm doing something wrong. Right. We look at the numbers, leadership leaning. We look at the numbers, Spotify. We look at the numbers, all this stuff. Why? Because I want to make sure I'm a good steward of the audience that God has given so us. Good. I want to make sure that we're doing a good job. Yep. You know? So uh, how do you do that? Number two, ask for feedback. you got to ask for feedback. Mm. Now, insecure leaders want zero feedback. Yeah. In fact, I'm threatened if you try and bring up an idea. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're, you're messing with my soul and my confidence and you, you're an enemy. Why are you making an enemy out of your teammates that are just trying to get the best result? Right. To me, what are we hunting after? Are we hunting after stroking your ego and making you feel good? Mm. Or are we hunting after results? Because if we're hunting after results and growth and momentum and, and being great leaders, we have to interrogate reality. You have to. I know yeah. these are I know these are gross, aggressive words. Interrogate reality. I don't <laughs> so like them together. Yeah. I really don't. I apologize. Let me say it in a softer way. You need to 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 get into the details. And the way that you do that best is asking your team, what's wrong? Yeah. Give me feedback. Mm. Um how can I communicate better? How can I, how can I um, make your life easier? What are we doing that you think is a waste of time? Right. What, what's, a, what's one great idea that you have coming this new year that you think this, this is, it might not change everything, but what it could change, I think will alleviate a lot of frustration. Mm. You know, I just think it's that really good. It, it, the, the problem is for most leaders 
is that we have faced so much criticism. Think about how much negative criticism you are under just by your own thought life. Constant. Yeah. Most people are like, I, I just can't handle another thought. Right. Okay. So you got your own negativity. If the average person thinks 40,000 negative thoughts a day. Jeez. So there's the world of negativity. Let's throw on top of that, on top of your own mind, let's throw uh, social media. Yep. And comments. And then the, let's put on top of that your performance. So people are already feeling like losers. Totally. People are already feeling like defeated. Yeah. And now... On top of that, I got to ask somebody to also, and I'm married. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Guess what? The solution you're looking for is probably not in your head. No. Because if it was, you would have done something about it. Yep. There's a solution that we're all looking for. It, April's got it. Nate's got it. Julia's got it. My kids, somebody else has it. Yeah. And I, 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 I can't sit here and, and lead and, and not have the understanding about my own world i want feedback mm. how do i make you feel yep how is that how, how is that um 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 teaching you to become the best person if i don't ever invite you to to bring insight right you know totally i think you know first of all you got to be a leader who you're seeking that out you know otherwise someone's going to end up giving you feedback and it'll break you so you might as well just jump in front of that solicit it yourself but i always think like you know, the data tells you it all the, all the answers are in the data. Yeah. Whether that's like on a graph or whatever it looks like, you know, just an attitude of the room, just taking a survey. I think if you, the more data you can get, the more decisions you can make, that's the more right. decisions you can make, the faster you can get healthy, you can move forward in the organization. You just got to face the fact that you're going to get data back that you don't like. Yep. And if you've already decided, if you already have margin for that in your, in your mind, in your, you know, in your soul, then you can move forward with it. If you don't, it'll break you. So just get ready. The data is going to come. You're not going to like all of it, but it gives you clear paths to move forward with. I, I think the I think the other thing is that you know when it comes to feedback, don't allow people to give you feedback that you don't want feedback from. Yes. So so you got to find the people that you really trust this and love and are, that love you. It's like the whole thing is like if I go to correct somebody and I don't have their best in mind, I can't correct them. Yep. So only only ask for feedback from people that you trust, yeah, and that you want to speak into it, and and then if it's not those people and it's you're doing the to the masses, you have to keep it in a, with a grain of salt. Yeah, maybe organizationally to the masses and personally, the people there that you, you go, trust. Yeah. there you go. But you got to ask for feedback, and I I think some of the things that are broken in your world could be solved with the right feedback from the it's right really people. Good. Here's yep. the third thing I put down is always work on excellence. Excellent. You don't need leadership is about understanding you never arrive. Mm. There is no arrival. So you never stop learning. You never stop growing. You never stop asking questions. You never stop consuming content. You just, you, just, you don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Oh, hey. Come on. And you don't stop moving. Don't stop till you get enough. Oh, come on. So you just don't stop. <laughs> you don't stop. So there's no arrival. There's no such thing as leading and arriving. Yep. Period. I think that you've got to keep growing in excellence. I know we talked about in the last podcast, a commitment to excellence will produce the results. Being in Jakarta, I was so moved by the excellence. I, I, I always hold on to the line that excellence speaks. Mm -hmm. A lack of excellence will shout at you, but so will excellence. Yep. And I think, you know, a, a few podcasts, we talked about this line, work until you're proud. Yeah. You got to keep working on stuff till you're proud of it. 
proud proud of the product proud of what you what would make you proud an excellence yeah which is so spirit but it's so tangible yeah so as a person as a leader i want to have an excellent spirit so i'm prepared you know there's a great line in in leadership everything about us says everything about us so the way you know when i put an outfit together i know if i walk into a restaurant tonight or a coffee shop or into this office i'm sending a signal of who i am yep i'm sending a signal of preparation i'm sending a signal of excellence it's hygiene it's 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 all preparation it's a total it's a total commitment on every level to be excellent i think that you need that in your person personal life but i think that you need that in your product whatever you're producing great that it's like man this is this is an excellent product and we're committed to it we you know we sit in meetings during the week and we talk about the lighting and we talk about the design and we talk about the video and the transitions and we talk about song selection and we talk about pitch and we talk about all in the courtyard in the in the parking signs and the parking Mm. team and the kids check in and it's all into the because the devil's in the details yeah and if you can cross every T and dot every I, that commitment will speak volumes. Mm. I'll never forget a few years ago, there's a guy, he's got a huge television show. He's got you know millions of followers, he blah, 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 all that stuff. He came, he moved to LA and Googled churches in LA. Shows up to our doorstep the Sunday before Easter. This guy is world-class, world-renowned. He said, from the moment I pulled up, I was in shock of the excellence. From the moment I was led all the way to my seat to when the music, he could break down every moment of what shouted out to him. Wow. In the courtyard, the coffee, the workers, the helpers, the everything, kids check in. And I thought, you got to just keep on. So I don't arrive and go, we did it. (laughs) Right. One. The funny thing about that Sunday, we probably on that Monday was like, oh man, we got to oh. fix the parking. We got to fix the coffee. We got <laughs> And I think, I think leadership's just getting in the de- you know, getting the details of going like, I can write a better song. I can write a better yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. I can do the podcast better. I can, you know, I watch myself um, back a lot. The reason why I do that is I w- can watch myself and go, don't do that. Don't do that. Mm. Hey, stop. Oh, I like that. Do that again. And so I don't watch myself so I can get more content. I preach the content. I pro- right. I walk myself to be watch myself to become more excellent in my craft. So good. I want to be good at what I do. Here's the third one or fourth one. Don't pit your work versus your family. Hello. This is a, this is a big deal. I just don't it, things that were not meant to be at odds. Don't put them at odds. Right. Put them together. Yep. So your if your work is always competing with your family, something is wrong. Mm. You've got to find a way to marry the two or merge the two together. How can your family come along? You don't want your kid, if you're a basketball coach, you don't want your kids to despise basketball. Yeah. If you've got a business, you know, it's like I watched this movie the other day um, with, the, with the boys, Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, yeah. The, the, the new, new one, one, Zach Braff. Yeah. And they they all work in the, the, the restaurant together. Yeah. And, you know, I, I heard someone say recently, if your parents own the restaurant, the kids work at the restaurant, because how else are you going to see mom and dad? Right, right, right. And I right, thought, right. man, that's from the restaurant <laughs> industry to the to the basketball, you know, to sports, to teaching. The point is to not put your family at odds with what you do. Mm. We have a value in our house. What we do, we do together. Great. So we're just going to, if I'm going to go preach in Tennessee, the boys are coming. 
If I'm if I'm going to Alabama, if I can if I can make a way to bring one or all, I'm doing it. If not, I'm going to find a way, a hack, a cheat code to make my boys feel like, man, I love that my dad gets to do this. Man, when I got home from Japan, you know what those boys got? Pokemon cards. (laughs) Straight from Tokyo, baby. I got them candies. I got them cards. I mean, these guys are like, what? I was like, man, boys, I wasn't. Daddy was preaching in Asia. I stopped here. Look at what I brought you home. These guys are pumped. Yeah. And I just find, find hacks, find ways to bring your family along the journey. So good. So they'll love what you do, not despise it. Yep. Kids want to know. They don't want to be in the dark. Yeah. I found this out with my oldest son. You know, like I actually have to tell him a week or two in advance what's going on. Mm. And if he's mentally prepared, it allows him to emotionally prepare. Right. Rather than me grab my bag and be like, Daddy's getting on the plane today. You'll be back in a week. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Say What? Yeah. No, I let my guys know. Hey, just a heads up. In fact, I started doing it with my nine-year-old. This might not be normal. He's he's a very responsible stu- student. I find I, if I can tell him the next two to three months of travel, yeah. he's good. Yep. Oh yeah, I knew you were going to Denver, Dad. You told mm-hmm. me. So I just my point is to to fix stuff. Don't go into this next year with your family on one side and your work on the other. Jeez. I find that people that have created that world. It does not last. One Something's gonna does, give. Yep, yep. Something's gonna give. That's right. Do, do you think I ever feel that pressure? Not in my. Not in your lifetime. Mm. My family is in my office. They come to my room. We hang out. We travel. Is we are one unit. Yep. And if you don't have that, buckle up. Yep. A storm's a brewing, baby. <laughs> Last one, number five. Success at work, but failure at home is failure. Uh, yes. Of the highest order. It's just it's just wild to me um, how this happens so frequently on, on so many different levels, political levels, pastoral, any level. But it's like so many people want to be a success. But by the way, let me just say this to every leader. If I were you, leader, I would try to not be known as long as possible. Mm. Just try and... Be in the background with nobody knowing you and no eyeballs and no pressure and no media. I would try and be unknown as long as possible. So good. You will be able to move and grow and fail because once the eyeballs are on you, buddy, you're either going to be famous or infamous. You decide. Bars. And famous is your winning. Infamous, man. Remember that dude? Remember when he said that? (laughs) Remember when they went out? Well, yeah, he'll always be known for yep. that clip, that hey, virality. Pull, pull up that video again. Man, yeah. everybody wants to be viral until it works in against you. Yep. And so, you know, be unknown. Love the ambiguity. Ambiguity. Great word. Love the shadows. Man, I would, at this point of my life, um, I am thankful for the years years that i had yep and then there's a moment that i think changes everybody's life there's one moment that changes everybody's life one moment changes everybody's life when god gives you that you'll never know but you can't take it back yep and the rest is history so um be careful if you want to be a success i'm first of all i'm i'm very glad that you have ambition that needs to be harnessed and and pastored and disciplined and developed yeah. The ambition to be successful. Whew. 
scares. It just scares me to think about this. You want to be a success. I, I understand. I want to be a success to a degree. I, I more look at it as like, I want to be great. Yeah, I think, I think there's, you got to delineate between I want to be seen as a success and I want success. You got to define success. It's Here's success different. to me. Here's success to me. Now, this is where I'm at right now. The people that know me the best respect me the most. Jeez. That's respect. That, that right there is how I'm defining success. Now, in years past, that was not my definition. Mm. But right now, at 43, the people that respect me the most are those that have gotten to know me the best. And they go, this joker's real. Is the reason why that wasn't the case in the past? Just because you hadn't gotten to this point? Yeah, I, or, had, or I, hadn't, just, fa- I hadn't failed enough. That's what, okay. I got yeah. punched in the face enough. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, that, come on. Nothing will teach you like life. Yep. Nothing. So there's some things that are broken. That's fine. That's fine. They're broken. We're going to fix them. Yep. And you got to use some wisdom and some insights and some understanding. But good thing. You might have you might have made a mistake. But buddy, you can get back up because you are not a mistake. And leadership is about learning and growing, failing forward. We can do this. Let's go. Let's go.